0: Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal Transfer Show. Joining you every morning at 8am at UK time. Apologies for the slight late start. I had to do a mic check uh, with Owen in the background because we'd had some issues this morning. Uh, I'm going to be using a different laptop um, on the next show because this is, yeah, for some reason the the problem's returned. We survived for quite some time. Um, But uh, yeah, uh, frustratingly, it seems that we've gone back to some of the old gremlins in the system. But I'm hoping that you can hear me loud and clear. Uh, I'm also not in the usual environment. I was doing babysitting duties last night, and uh, we're now staying house-sitting at the in-laws. So, uh, yeah, that's why the uh, the atmosphere is a little bit different. I hope the audio is okay. It's a bigger room, so it might be a little bit more echoey um, than it usually is. But uh, hopefully you can hear me absolutely fine. Um, so that's lovely stuff. Right, let's jump in today's episode shall we and go through today's first stories we'll go into part two and your questions right after this so We start with Arsenal's youth side winning 4-0 against Leicester in the under-18s Premier League. Obi Martin, you might remember him. He got 10-plus goals uh, against Liverpool for Arsenal's under-16s. I think it was in a major, major win. Well, he actually came off the bench again to score uh, in the 4-0 win. Camera and Rosiak with the other goals on the day as well. Arsenal have had something of a frustration about their lack, if you like, of... Um, Of attacking options. And because of that, uh, we've not really been able to promote a striker from the youth academy. But Obi Martin seems, he seems at least, to be in a position whereby um, we're not necessarily going to be too uh, far away from the drought ending, maybe, of a young striker. Not to put too much pressure on his shoulders, but his name is getting talked about a hell of a lot. Uh, Nuno Tavares, however, is a player that is causing some concern because, once again, he played for Nottingham Forest in a FA Cup game. They drew 0-0 away at Bristol City, meaning they'll have another FA Cup replay, more games for Forest to try and navigate. Um, but Nuno Tavares started and came off for Harry Toffolo in this game. And uh, if you read the tweets in response to the substitution you will see quite the criticism of Arsenal's on loan player. Now the situation remains quite fluid with Nuno Tavares, of course, because we know that only two players can be signed on or registered on loan at one time. You can only sign four players across a season on loan, and with Nottingham Forest interested in bringing in a couple of more players on loan before the end of the window, um, Arsenal would be hoping to to move the player on. However that said marseille who were the team or arsenal are of course trying to to negotiate with trying to to look at they sadly have i think now looked to bring in a potential um alternative uh, which is a very big frustration of course for uh for arsenal they've signed uh, Ulysses garcia um he is a left back they've signed from young boys um the swiss club but uh yeah, it's, it seems as though if that is indeed the player that they've brought in, it that might scupper any chances of Nuno Tavares joining another club during this window on what could have been a permanent deal. But that is a, now a very, very complicated situation for Arsenal to try and navigate. Meanwhile, in potential incomings, Al Ittihad striker, Karim Benzema is still not likely to leave. This shine has gone way up and now way down. Uh, it seems all of those reports we heard at the start of the window certainly seem to have some fabrication towards them. uh, uh have reported that he will not be leaving the Saudi Arabian side this month. And of course, we've heard from quotes from Karim Benzema that Stories about him wanting to go have been somewhat fabricated. So, yeah, uh, it's very, very, very chaotic with this Benzema story. And it has been something of a drama that seems to be coming to an end with no solution regarding an outgoing. And, And that appears to have been the case all the way through this story. But we've kept you up to date with it. We've kept you up to date with every story that's been reported around it. But it just seems to be one kind of mess after another with Karim Benzema, but our main story that we need to discuss in what is on a Sunday show tends to be quite quiet in terms of news. Is that according to Sasha Tavalieri, the Belgian uh, reporter, Victor Ozimen favours a move to Chelsea um, over Arsenal or any other club. It seems Chelsea and Arsenal were the two names being mentioned in the in the conversations, of course, for uh, for the uh, the striker position. Uh, and for the clubs that would be interested in signing Victor ozimen But uh, it seems now that the Nigerian centre-forward, if indeed these reports are accurate, and Sasha has some very good connections, uh, that Chelsea would be the team that he favours. It's a strange one, um, a very, very strange one, uh, to see potentially a player like ozimen move and choose to move, I suppose, what's considered a bit of a downstep, Napoli in the Champions League this season, of course, would be dropping into a team that wouldn't be in the Champions League next season. Arsenal, of course, looking far more competitive than Chelsea in 2024. Uh, It depends upon, of course, the the price tag that's involved in any potential deal. His release clause is upwards of £100 million, so it'd be very, very difficult for Arsenal to do this deal. Um, But at the same time, Arsenal need to find themselves a top, top striker. And Osemane is one of the few in the bracket of centre-forwards that Arsenal would be able to potentially move for, even if it does mean costing them an arm and a leg in the summer lovely stuff right let's move to part two and your questions and maybe an appearance from one of our chatbox trolls right after this i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply, see mcdonalds.com. Right then, let's tackle your questions in part two. Now at the start of the show, of course, i like to jump into the chat box, so let's see what the conversation's going on, see what kind of things are being had, and we've had We've had Jason in here saying that, you know, Edu's doing a terrible job. I've said I've been more than willing to host to Jason and have a chat. But so far, he's not been very, very responsive in regards to uh, providing the ability to come on the show. I'll be able to send you a link on your socials, Jason. But sadly, he's not provided that ability to do so yet, which is a shame, which means I think you're going to be disappointed. But you're not going to be disappointed with the fantastic questions uh, that we've got to be answered from the chat box as well. First one from Pika Tom, will Jason ever appear on the phone and show? I'm not too confident, but I guess we can always keep those fingers crossed that it might happen. Uh, Granddaddy Paul says, did you see that Mika Bireth scored on his debut? Um, I I did. Uh, It was a very instinctive finish, actually. He was in a good position, fantastic movement as well into the box before finally finishing off his chance on his debut and really impressing. He's an interesting player. He's obviously a young guy. He's still got a lot of development still to do, but could, of course, become a very, very important player for whoever he signs for in those kind of divisions. But will he be able to take that step up to Arsenal in the future? That is the question that, at the moment, we don't know the answer to. Um, Lee says, Tom, once again, uh, we have players on our books that nobody wants. How does this keep happening? Contract termination seems to be the only alternative. Lee, I mean, the answer to your question is because, of course, These players are very difficult to move on. Cedric, of course, being a key one, there is supposedly interest from Turkey, but you've got to obviously negotiate the deals for those players as well. And if you terminate their contracts, you've got to come to a financial agreement with those players. Arsenal would, of course, prefer to move those players on um, and move those players to clubs where they don't then have to pay the hundreds of thousands of pounds that it would take to cancel that potential contract. Uh, Cedric is on, I think, between seventy and £75,000 Per week and so across the course of you know the next 26 weeks that all adds up so you don't want to have to be able to terminate that deal you want to try and find a destination for Cedric between now and the end of the window uh, Rob says re to Chelsea it's got to be something to do with the wages is this something that we need to be, bewa- uh, be uh, beware of uh, when attracting big signings destroying our wage structure and the vibe of the dressing room, of course, the the wage structure is something that is important to Arsenal. It's something that has changed dramatically over the course of, of course, this window um, and previous windows as well. As we've re- renewed players like Saka, renewed players like Saliba, we're renewing Ben Wyatt, we're renewing Tommy Asu, we've renewed, we've signed players like Declan Rice and put them on big wages. Partey, of course, on a really big wage. Jesus, on a big wage. Two Zinchenko's on a decent amount of money also. So yes, of course, these players are in a position whereby, um, you know, uh, they are getting good wages and they're in a structure of a club that want to pay big wages. But we still can't necessarily compete with Chelsea's wages in some senses, Manchester United's wages in some senses, Manchester City's, Real Madrid's, even Bayern Munich to some degree. We haven't yet got a player um, that would be worth paying, you know, that amount of money when we don't need to. We ultimately have been really good with how we've structured our wages at the top end. It's at the bottom end, we've still not got to kind of shave off some of the the higher earning players that aren't necessarily getting the minutes. But you look at Fabio Vieira, we've got him on a very good wage, despite the fact, of course, that there's still question marks about his future. But he's not earning loads and loads and loads and loads of money so we can afford that. Kai kind of Havertz, of course, we've signed as a bit of a risk. That's a big concern that we've still got over the course of this season. And we'll have a talk about that at the summer and see what kind of impact is made between now and May. But we need to make the right choices when it comes to players and wages. And some clubs are at the moment still going to be offering a lot more than we can. And perhaps that is one of the reasons why Victor ozimen may move to Chelsea over Arsenal. Um, Dylan says Tom is there any way to watch the Arsenal women's team it just seems a bit difficult to find games and give them more support love the show keep it up thank you Dylan the answer to your question I think you've answered it yourself it is difficult sometimes to watch the Arsenal women's games unless they're being shown on Sky or the BBC in certain situations it can be really difficult but if you're based here in and near London, of course, you can get tickets and to go to the games. You can travel and watch the games away from home. But I know for fans abroad that want to watch the women's game, that's very, very difficult. And of course, if you don't have the time to be able to commit to spending that time going and watching the team and you want to be able to watch the games uh, on TV, it's not always possible. So sadly, there's no official way that I can give you the opportunity to, uh, to watch more of them. Hopefully, it gets more uh, publicity, more, of course, because if it gets more coverage... Arsenal will get more money as well. It's worth remembering that the more publicity the women's game gets, the bigger it grows. The broadcasting side of things will benefit all the clubs that are involved in those as well. We've seen Chelsea recently break the women's records uh, in transfers. They brought in, um, I think it was £450,000 that was spent to break the record. And it won't be long before I think we see, um, we see kind of million pound. transfer fees for in the women's game in the next few years. I can imagine that happening. Um, let's go to uh, Owen says, with Klopp moving on, arguably the most loved man in football. Do we as a fan base need to be careful with how much pressure we place on our managers? These guys are just human and we need to remember that. Um, I've, got, I've got to say, it's, it's interesting. I think it depends on the person. Klopp is a very, very enthusiastic... He talks about energy. Energy is all part of his management style. And after doing what he's done at Liverpool for so many years in a row, I can understand and empathise why he might want to take something of a sabbatical. Even Pep Guardiola took that break, of course, between clubs, between joining um, Bayern Munich and I think between joining Manchester City. Managers do need breaks. It's a really taxing job, Um, And so even the best in the world, absolutely, um, best manager in the world need to take these breaks. So they are human. I think it is a case by case basis. But, um, yeah, I think we do need to be somewhat uh, empathetic to those situations. Um, I'm just checking the chat. It seems as though. Yeah, it seems it seems as though Jason's not showing up. That's a real shame. All mouth and no show, it turns out. Ah, typical. Another one bites the dust, people. We thought we were getting lucky today. Uh, Bizarre says, what is the attraction from players wanting Chelsea? Uh, Is it because Chelsea are willing to pay big fees? And the answer, I think you've answered it yourself, Bizarre, yes, it is. It is indeed at the moment because of that money. There is obviously something to be said about Chelsea's modern history of winning Champions Leagues and, and things like that. But if you look at them in the most recent form, there's a lot of question marks about them as well. Um, Maximir says Nigeria has such a huge Arsenal fan base, yet we're giving up on Ozimen fights so easily. Even Rice is a Chelsea fan, yet he came to us eventually. Where's the evidence that we're giving up on the Osman fight so easily, Max Amir? So I'm just curious. I've not personally seen any reports suggesting Arsenal have left the race um, for Ozimen or still aren't interested. All we've heard today is there's a report saying that apparently he favours Chelsea. There's been no bid, there's been no agreement with him. So I'm interested in where you've got the perception of that we're giving up on Ozmen easily just from what we've heard today but yeah do let me know. Um Ronald says would you sign Jorginho on a one year deal if we get Zubamendi uh, we need another position in the striker at the back as well. I I would be open to renewing with Jorginho for another season and signing a player like Zubamendi of course moving Elneny on in the summer is something that's inevitable. That's going to happen. So Jorginho kind of fills that spot. And then you would have Partey, Rice, Zubamendi and Jorginho as potential options in the midfield moving forwards. If Partey stays, of course, he could still move on. And in which case we might need another midfielder. I guess we will have to wait and see. Uh, Alvin Rod says, I'm really struggling with weekends without football. Any suggestions to combat the withdrawal? I've already watched the Invincibles DVD <laughs> twice. Look, of course, I always tell people there is more to life than just football. But if you want to wet your Arsenal appetite, of course, uh, in the uh, WSL today, Liverpool will be taking on Arsenal uh, at 4.30, I think. And it is on Sky, so you can watch that. So Liverpool versus Arsenal in the WSL this afternoon, 4.30. And it is on Sky. So make sure you go and check that one out if you want to watch some Arsenal-related football. Uh, Owen says, or oh, you can go and play golf. It's still a little cold for me. I've not played golf in quite a while. I've got a, I've got around at the start of February but But yeah, I haven't been able to get out on the courses over the winter. I think I played in November was the last time. And I just thought, yeah, we're going to hang up our, our clubs for a, a couple of months before it starts to warm up a little bit more. Um... Let's go to Omar. Says, "Did you feel as good at 22 as I'm feeling at 22 today?" Omar, um, good to see you back in the chat, my friend. Well, that was seven years ago for me. So, do I feel as good? Did I feel as good at 22? I'd just finished uni. I'd finished three years of quite ridiculous amount of of uni nights out and uh, going into teaching at that time. So, I guess I guess I was pretty nostalgic about finishing university. I still miss it now. It's definitely three of the best years of my life, but uh, it's not too bad being 22. There's a lot of older listeners, I'm sure, listening right now that probably wishing and cursing that they're thinking back to the age of being 22. Uh, Bizarre says, why does Arsenal struggle with wages and transfer fees? Is it because we struggle in offloading players to make money? Because it seems like our players leave on freeze. Of course, plenty of players have left on freeze over the course of the last few years because since Edu and Arteta have come in, they inherited a squad that was pretty fractured and full of players that needed to be moved on and players that sadly there wasn't too much in the way of interest in in terms of struggling with wages we don't tend to struggle too much with wages we just can't offer and don't offer the same level of wages as some of the other huge teams in the world because we've not necessarily needed to um our wage um structure has been very good to us it's enabled us to spend bigger transfer fees because we don't spend as much on wages And we've been able to compete in the title last season and are aiming to do that again this season and still despite the fact that we can't pay the big, big, big wages that some of the hyper clubs around can at the moment. And uh, Omar says, to be fair, it's going to be a quiet birthday it's just what the dots would do. Well, happy birthday, Omar, and I hope you're having a fantastic day, my friend. Uh, Vegas Gunner, thank you so much for the kind donation. Why did we extend Ramsdale, Tierney, and Reese's contracts? Arteta doesn't want Tierney anymore and barely plays Reese. and Ramsdale is the second-choice goalkeeper. This is actually quite a simple answer, and it's an answer which falls in line with a lot of what the critics have been shouting at Arsenal for a long time, is why are we so bad at selling? And one of the reasons we've been so bad selling is because some of the most sellable assets that we've had at the club tend to run their contracts down. And Arsenal wanted to be in a situation where they're not seeing those contracts run down. We've managed to improve their value by extending their deals. So for instance, Chiarantini will return in the summer with two years left on his deal. Yes, he's had injury issues. Yes, of course, he's been struggling for that game time at, uh, at Real Sociedad. But there is still value to him. And had we have not extended that deal, we'd probably be losing Tierney on a free this summer, which wouldn't be very good. Reese Nelson is the same. There will be interest in Reese Nelson, I think, going forwards. And now with him being on a long-term deal, Arsenal will be able to make pure profit from Reese Nelson. We also didn't have the financial freedom to go into the market and sign another winger. And so it's far, far cheaper for Arsenal to go out and renew Reese's contract, have him as a depth player, in the squad. And then, of course, you've got somebody like Ramsdale, who we've signed on to a new deal. And tactfully and perhaps strategically, we've then signed him and then signed another goalkeeper who could replace him. So if we ever were to lose Aaron Ramsdale, his long-term contract means that any club that wants to buy him would have to, of course, pay a significant transfer fee. I still think after a year, even of playing little football, we should be looking to get a profit on Aaron Ramsdale. We signed him for about 24 million plus. Add-ons up to about £30 million. So we need to be looking to try and make a profit on Aaron Ramsdale. And that's why we signed those players up to new contracts. Um, Ronald says, would you sign Frimpong? Would he be more of a winger than a fullback? Um, I would absolutely sign Frimpong. He's a fantastic player and have talked about him since he was at Celtic. And of course, even before that, he was at Manchester City's Youth Academy. And they must be so frustrated they let him go because he's become one of the best fullback and wingbacks in the world. So yes, I would indeed be uh, be very keen to see Arsenal go after him. Um, Anua says, TC, do you think the departure of Jurgen Klopp will favour Arsenal in any way? I think there is scope for it to favour Arsenal because Liverpool, of course, are losing an amazing manager. They're losing a, uh, a coach that has been there for a really extended period of time and it takes clubs time to adjust to losing those. Players, of course, have got to then readjust to a manager that didn't sign them. They've got to readjust to playing a different type of system under a different coach. And anyway, he is an amazing manager. So, yes, of course, I think Arsenal are set to benefit from Jurgen Klopp moving on. But it depends on who they bring in. If they bring in another very, very good coach, we might not feel that drop off as much as maybe if it was somebody else being brought in. Shabby Alonso is my favourite to take over there. I wouldn't be surprised to see that happen at all. He's doing a fantastic job at Bayer Leverkusen as well. Um Let's have a look. Uh, <laughs> Jimbo says, Tom Jason would loan out Gunasaurus to Jurassic Park for 50 million. I mean, get that man a job. Get that man in the door, if he can sort that out, please. Um, <laughs> everyone's keen for that question to be asked. It's uh, Yeah, I mean, you've got to do the job, Jason. You've got to get it done, my, my friend. You've got to get it done. Hopefully, he's more efficient at getting deals done than he is at letting us contact him to give him the opportunity to come on the show for the records. Like right at the beginning of the show, it was a case of, yeah, I'll come on the show and tell you why Edu's not doing a good job. And it's not happened. It's not happened, which is, you know, I guess very, very frustrating and a bit revealing. We always open up the floor. We open up the show for critics to come on and have their say as long as they're respectful. But uh, yeah, it seems, seems that's not going to happen. Um, Omar says, what do you think about Xavi's decision to leave Barcelona? I think it was ultimately a little bit inevitable. There was always going to be this expectation around Xavi that he had to emulate Pep Guardiola. But the fact of the matter is that Barcelona are no longer in the state that they were when Pep Guardiola was at Barca. And that's to do with the fact that Pep left. It's to do with the fact that they faced financial struggles over the last few years because of chaotic presidential messes, basically. Um and I'm not surprised that he wants to move and, and face a fresh challenge. Expect plenty of links with Arteta. Of course, Arteta is a former Barcelona player. Um, I would imagine he's going to be linked with a move to Barça and has also opened up before about wanting to manage in La Liga one days. But I don't think there will be that much of a keenness from Arteta to do it yet. I think Arteta will eventually manage in La Liga. Um, but I don't think that it's uh, I don't think that it's gonna happen um during the next year or so, or even a couple of years. I think Arteta will sign a new deal and we will move forward with Arteta as our, as our manager. Alex says, Tom, I'm disappointed with the advancement slash betterment of our squad building and management. We have bought a number of prospects at high cost and wages with little margin to sell on for meaningful profit. Um, I mean, if we have a look at the players that Arsenal have signed over the last few years, I think actually what we've done is when we do sign players, they've tended to increase in value. Some haven't, sure. Um, and you've got to remember there's a, there's a few. There is no intention to, to sell those players either. Um, why is this being really frustrating? Trenton Mark's not working for me today, apparently. Um, but if you look at Tomiyasu, he's definitely, definitely increased in value, has Tomiyasu? Um, if you look at somebody like uh, Aaron Ramsdale, 100% has increased in value and will definitely be selling him for a profit when eventually he does move on. Um, if you look at, let's scroll back a little bit more. I mean, Erdegaard, Ben White, uh, I've already mentioned Tommy yes, they've all increased in, in that side. I think the difference is, Alex, at the moment, Arsenal's first step, Arsenal's first step has ultimately been the position whereby you can, um, you know, you can be in a position where you can bring in players that are meant to improve the squads. You can bring in players that are meant to be improving the, the the first 11. And that's not tending to be recruitment that's designed to then be sold on for profit. So once Arsenal stabilize their squad, they're not going to be bringing in players to sell on, really. I think after next season, After next summer, we might then ultimately see it. Um, But uh, we might see that ability to do it. Um, But, yeah, I don't think we're going to for another year, maybe two, uh, before we start seeing kind of a turnover of uh, of profit for players. I think that might be a little bit more. Um, Let's go to Aaron says, with regards to Edu, I think incomings, 8 out of 10, outgoings probably aren't much more than a 5 out of 10, needs to get better. Um, but that uh, is doing still a good job, and I would tend to agree. I think outgoings we absolutely need Aaron to improve. Incomings have been very good, hence why he's won the award that he won last year. Um, but uh, yeah, certainly without that ability to to bring in the players that we to, to you know sell the players that we need to sell, we are still lacking that. Um, we're going to go for about ten more minutes unless Joe of course, wants to make an appearance. Jason, I'm going to give you a massive favour by just chucking the StreamYard link into the chat box if you'd like it. Uh, That is an invite just for Jason, by the way. So um, don't click it unless you're Jason, basically. But the link's right there for you, Jason, to click. So I look forward to speaking to you very, very soon, I'm sure, because now you've got the link to to join in the chat box. Happy to just chuck it in there. Um, Tulip says, if not men, which striker do you think is that striker on whom that we can spend in excess of £70 if demanding that amount of money, it's a good question. And that is ultimately ultimate, the golden question, isn't it, Tulip, is talking about specifically why um, we're finding uh, a striker that's going to be on the level of Ozymen. I don't think we can find that unless it's going to be, you know, a striker that's a younger option that's going to develop into that player. I guess we'll have to wait and see if that turns out to be the case. Fuad says, just wanted to say it's my birthday, Tom, but doing the usual morning workout by listening to my favourite Arsenal YouTube channel. Keep up the great work. Uh, thanks, Fuad, for that, and happy birthday to you. I hope you have a fantastic day, my friends. Enjoy it. It's Sunday, so hopefully you've got a day off. Uh, I don't. I'm working today, but uh, hopefully you'll be able to enjoy your Sunday birthday. Uh, Dano says, Tom, it's Zergsy. Uh, Dano reckons it's going to be Zergsy that is uh, the uh, the guy that replaces... Ozimen in the standing. Uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see if it turns out to be Ozimen that comes in. I don't think it will be. But Zerksy, can he be as good as Victor Ozimen? I'm not sure that he can. I'm not sure that he can. I don't think that he is of that level yet. I haven't seen enough to suggest that he's going to be of that level yet. But, um, yeah, I I don't think that Zerksy will reach that level. I could be wrong. But for the moment, yeah, you know, I can't see it. I can't see it happening. Brian says, do you think Pep will jump ship uh, before the EPL hand out the punishment for him cheating? Um, I mean, it's an allegation for starters, so we don't know. We need to try and find out first whether or not... Um, we need to find out whether or not the... Uh, what's the word? Um, the allegations, of course, lean into something or not. So let's wait and see if indeed we find a position where... Um, <laughs> where they are found guilty. We don't know if they will. Um we have to we have to kind of talk and dance around the subject somewhat because of legalities, but the allegations that we find ourselves in um and looking at, we don't know how it's going to work. And and his contract runs out, I think, at a time in which those allegations are probably going to come to the fore. I think his deal runs out in 2025. And that's when we're expecting to hear kind of a verdict upon those allegations so it could be um that that all falls into place rather miraculously but yeah i guess we're gonna have to wait and see uh, maximius is tom speaking of strikers why don't we go for the Inter striker lataro martinez he's 26 perfect age and has done well consistently and will not cost more than tony and the answer to your question is because he is not leaving inter milan he has said he's not leaving inter milan and he's going to be signing a brand new contract at inter milan if he hasn't done already um i've said lataro martinez i agree with you Maximus, that he'd be someone i'd be interested in arsenal signing (laughs) there is also something to be said about the fact that he usually plays in a two-striker system other than when he plays for argentina but for the moment um yeah we haven't seen that by the way just just a heads up jason popped up down below where you can see if you've ever been on Streamyard, and disappeared almost immediately don't know why but uh he did jump in but then very quickly scampered away. <laughs> I'm assuming that's still a, oh my God, it worked. The link worked. Oh no, I've got to do it. Oh no, I, I can't do it. Um, but yeah, that was quite funny actually. Um, Bizarre says, what are the likeness that Man City will actually get found guilty? No idea, mate. Absolutely no idea. We'll have to wait for the investigation to carry on and those allegations to be assessed. Um, Rob says, don't tell Tom, but I'm quickly going to make a new YouTube profile. Guess what it's going to be called? Clue, it rhymes with Mason. (laughs) Oh, could you imagine? Could you imagine? Uh, It would be. I remember the time we had, I think it was Bella tuned in with a mask on. And I was like, mate, it's not happening. (laughs) A, you've got to be over the age of 18. B, I need to check that to the best of my ability. So you can't have a mask on. It's just like, I don't get it. It's so easy to just spout what you want to spout in a chat box. When it comes to actually jumping on a show and having your views spoken about, very, very different. Very, very different indeed. Jonah says, Tom, what are your predictions against Liverpool? I'm going for a justified revenge and a 4-0 to the Arsenal and Leah's back with a bang. We need a big win and we need to continue pushing on in the league because, of course... Right now, we are a little bit off the pace. We can go back within three points of Chelsea with, with a win. But Liverpool are fifth in the table. Um, they lost their last game. They're not in the best of form. They've only won two of their last five games. So, hopefully, uh, Arsenal can get the result. And, uh, you know, I think we've, got, we've shown our consistency uh, recently as well. But we're getting back to winning ways. Um, we've won four of our last five. So, yeah, we've got to be happy with that. and got to try and continue pushing to chase. A Chelsea side that, again... Very, very good. Man City in excellent form also went all five of their last games. So, yeah, there you go. Um, Let's go to uh, Abrecht says Martinez contract runs until 2026. No prolongation. Prolongation. Is that a word that you've just made up? Prolongation. I love it. I I love a TGTism, but uh, prolongation certainly. Uh, is is definitely not a word, but we're going to treat it as one. So now every contract renewal for your benefit um, is now going to be called Albrecht a prolongation. I need to check if that's a word. Prolongation. Oh my goodness, it's a word. It's actually right. Prolongate extension of the duration of something. The position is advertised for two years, but a prolongation is possible. Albrecht, my friend, you are educating me. It's definitely a word. Goodness me, that's brilliant. That is absolutely amazing. I love learning new. What's what's it? Is it lexicography? Study of words. You've taught me something Albrecht today and I apologize for my absolute disparagement of your use of the English language because that was terrible. Thank you for educating me. Prolongation. Amazing. I've, I've learned something new. (laughs) <laughs> I thought we got a new tgt there, but we don't. It's actually a word. Incredible. I love it. Oh, absolute apologies to you, Albrecht, for that. That was great. Uh, Darren says, Tom, are you planning a, sh- a call-in show next week? Yes, I am. We're going to be doing a call-in show uh, all around Arteta and-, and whether or not we think it's right that he gets extended. So that's going to be happening next week. Uh, so I look forward to that and uh there you go uh jason still in the chat box i'm again the link is there jason you've not shown up i'm really looking forward to speaking to you you're more than welcome to hop on but you've only got three more minutes to do so the link was there i don't know why you've not decided to join us um but you've not decided to join in you are more than welcome my friend to come on the show so thank you so much for your comments and for the help in the algorithm in some ways i guess but uh so far you've not shown up you've only scampered away uh, scared a little bit. Uh, Gwl3 says it seems like Vlahovic has hit some form recently. What are your thoughts on him? Uh, we have to. Uh, we have the most touches in the opposition box that any team in the Premier League. His presence in the box could benefit us. Uh, Vlahovic, of course, is one of those players that is a bit up and down, isn't he? He's, a, he's, he's not shown enough consistency for me to go. Yeah, we absolutely need to throw a hundred million on this guy. Um, and I'm not sure if he's ever going to be that player. But he has found a purple patch of form again for Juve. I have no idea why they would ever sell him. I don't think Juve need to sell him. I don't think they would be keen on selling him as they try to fight their way back after, of course, the point deduction of last season. It's very difficult to ever see that um, that deal ever happening. So I don't think it's going to happen, Vlahovic, despite all the talk, despite all the potential of it happening. Yeah, I, I don't see it happening. Um, but we'll keep fingers crossed, I guess, and maybe one day Vlahovic will end up. But it's difficult to to ever see it happening. Uh, Dino says, "Love your show, Tom, from Melbourne, Australia." Thanks, Dino. Very kind of you, indeed. Thank you, Jurgen. Great show as ever, Tom. Thank you for the kind words. Marcus says, "So no traitors for a while, Tom. But did you want Harry's autograph? No spoilers, people. For those that haven't seen it yet, I'm giving you. If you've not seen the final of uh, traitors yet, here is your spoiler warning. Click off the video. I think I've given you enough time." And there we go, yes. I was so close to getting it right. I said Jazz and Molly would win. I thought that Molly might vote for Harry. She did, and then changed her mind. And, and yeah, I was so close, so close to getting the prediction right. But uh, it was a brilliant series, amazing. And I can't wait to see it again next year. Um, Front Yard says, hey, Tom, I don't know if someone asked you this already, uh, a question, but with the supposed exodus, who would you take um, in terms of their team from... I mean, who would I take from their team? Who? Exodus from who? What, Liverpool? You'd have to tell me, front yard, you've not told me the team. (laughs) He just said, of the exodus, who would I take? I don't really know. I don't really know. Uh, Albert uh, says, good morning to you, Tom. Look forward to having you on my channel for The Breakfast Show. Yes, uh, do go over to AlbertJDV at nine o'clock. I'm going to be joining Albert for The Breakfast Show. Um, You've got to respect people doing a show in the morning um so there you go uh and uh, front yard says liverpool yes i don't think there'll be an exodus to be honest um i don't think there will be an exodus at all from liverpool i think the players will stay um i could be wrong but i think they will stay at liverpool so i don't think there will be one mate um but uh yeah i'm not expecting arsenal to be able to you know jump on the potential sales of of players i don't think it's going to happen um Right, uh, it's a shame. It got so far and then Jason started getting abusive in the comments. It, I, I have to end the show on this. Um, I always find that the Arteta debate, the Arsenal debate, the Edu debate, is something in which generates a great debate and discussion sometimes. I have to ask the question, though. I have to ask the question, why, along this spectrum of whether you are keen on Arteta staying, to the other end of the spectrum, which is um, wanting him gone, why is it that one end of the spectrum, which is tending to be the Arteta outside of things or the Edu out or the Arsenal critics, why does it tend to be that the criticism or the outside of things tends to be the most abusive? I know you can have uh, toxic positivity. I nearly called it toxic toxicity then. I know you can have uh, toxic positivity. I get that. But why is it that along this kind of spectrum of views that at the end of which there is criticism and wanting the man gone, that we find there to be the most abuse? That's the question I'm going to leave you with. I'm going to leave you with that to potentially speculate about that in the comment section as well. But I do find that the, the end of the line in which it is the most kind of wanting Arteta to move on tends to be filled with the most higher proportion of abusive people. I'm going to leave you with that question. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate your time as always. Do tune into the next show, which of course will be tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. We'll have a roundup, of course, the Liverpool game against Arsenal, of course, as well. Uh, hoping to get a big, big win in the WSL today. I uh, hope you enjoy your Sunday. Uh, a massive, massive shout out, of course, to our, our birthdays in the chat box as well, Fuad and to Omar, of course. I hope you have a fantastic day. And uh, we will speak to you again very soon. Stay safe, stay well, stay happy, stay respectful and as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute by fans.